Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving podcast that helps women leaders in nonprofits get out of survival mode and thrive in both leadership and life. I'm your host, leadership development coach, Kathy Archer, and I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. Leadership is not easy, let's be honest. How many times have you had to do something that you weren't ready for, that you didn't feel capable of doing, that took you way outside your comfort zone? Think about when you've maybe been afraid or doubtful or hesitant, or you've been unable to make a decision. Those are all examples of when perhaps you've either had courage or lacked courage. But I want you to think about a leader who's really courageous. There are tons of examples in media right now. What are they doing? How are they acting? My guess is they're showing up even though they may not feel ready, even though they may not feel comfortable, even though they may not have all the answers, but they are stepping outside their comfort zone and showing up again and again and again. It's about being vulnerable. It's about putting themselves out there and stepping outside their comfort zones. One of the key traits of successful leaders is that they have high levels of self-confidence. You've seen a leader and they walk into the room and you can just tell that they're confident, self-assured, composed, got it all together. But they did not walk into their leadership role feeling that way. They did not get into that level of being a courageous leader by hanging out in their comfort zone. What that leader did was they were brave, they took risks, they stepped outside their comfort zone again and again and again and did things that were uncomfortable, awkward, and yes, even scary. And the more times they pushed themselves outside of their comfort zone, the bigger their comfort zones became because they knew how to do new things. And they progressively became more confident, bit by bit by bit. And that's because they were courageous first. In episode number seven, we talked about competent leadership. Here's the thing, though. When we talked about competent leadership, we talked about two things. First, you need to learn skills. And then second, you need to practice skills. So we often come into leadership roles from moving up the ranks from frontline to supervisor to coordinator or whatever your titles are, but we don't always have the proper training to go with that. And so we have to take it upon ourselves to increase our level of competence. But when you take those trainings, when you read those books, when you learn new skills, you then have to have the courage to practice those. So when I first took my coach training, went away for the weekend, did a course, came back. And here I am in my office with my direct report. And I'm very uncomfortable about trying these new tactics, strategies, ways, using these new words, turning it around and asking her questions rather than giving her answers. And it felt really weird. But I had to be courageous to keep practicing that. I had to put myself outside of my comfort zone again and again and again. And that's where courage comes in in leadership. To become a confident leader, we first need to be a courageous leader. And we often mistake courage and confidence. They kind of look the same on the outside, but they feel very different on the inside. Courage is not the absence of fear. 
It's the willingness to act in spite of your fear. It's being fear aware and moving through that courage. And it requires a level of vulnerability. It requires humility. It requires us to be willing to fail, to get it wrong, to look silly, and to get up and try again. Courage requires us to leap without knowing that the next step is there. It requires us to move outside of our comfort zone again and again and again. In episode five, I talked about the three things you need to schedule if you want to Be able to both lead your team well, be a strong leader, take care of yourself, and lead with confidence. And those three things were time for self-awareness, time for self-reflection, and time for self-care. Here's the thing, though. If you don't step out courageously, you're not going to put those three appointments into your calendar because you're uncomfortable telling somebody that you are reading a book. It's like, really? I look lazy when I'm reading a book in my office. People are going to think I have all the time in the world or they're going to be upset because I was supposed to be working on something else and here I am reading a book. And unless you have the courage to be vulnerable, to set that appointment, set that time, to say every Tuesday afternoon at three o'clock, I am doing self-development work. I'm reading a book or every day at 11.45, don't talk to me for 15 minutes. I'm doing some self-reflection, looking back and seeing how the morning went. If you're not willing to have the courage to apply that, you're not going to do it. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel awkward. It's going to feel weird. It's going to feel scary. In episode number four, we talked about managing yourself. And we talked about those three things, managing your energy, your essence, and your emotions. Now come back to your emotions for a minute. If you're not willing to be courageous and look inside, feel vulnerable and take the time to go, what am I feeling right now? Sure, I'm feeling rage or I'm feeling angry or I'm feeling frustrated, but what's the deeper emotion? And I can think of times when I have been at a public meeting with my team leader by my side and she would say something and I was horrified. I was embarrassed and I had to come back and I was angry because she had said something that maybe she wasn't supposed to say or maybe made our team look stupid or dumb or incompetent and I had to control those emotions. And if I'm not willing to be courageous and go inside and look at those emotions, then I'm never going to be able to manage my emotions and deal with my emotions and increase that level of emotional intelligence so that I am a more competent and confident leader. That requires me to be courageous to look inside. Here's the thing about courage. Courage is a bit of a muscle. It's It's our heart allowing us to step out. It's our head saying, do it even though you don't feel comfortable. And so we have to practice that. Over the years, I've practiced courage in a lot of places outside of the work world. One of the ways years ago that I started with courage was I went to adult swimming lessons. I was terrified of the deep end, but I had to take two sets of adult swimming lessons before I could actually jump off the diving board into the deep end but that built that courage muscle. Several years ago, I was in Calgary and I'm terrified of heights, but I made myself go up to the top of the Calgary Tower. And let me tell you, the first time I went there, I was not able to stand on the glass floor. I had to go back a second time before I was able to put my feet for a very short, brief period of time on that glass floor. 
But every time I did those things, it increased my confidence. And that's because I had the courage to do it first. In episode number seven, we were talking about developing competence and that you need to increase your skill and then practice it. One of the best ways that I've had to practice all of my leadership skills is in Toastmasters. So in Toastmasters, not only am I learning to speak in public, but I'm also learning how to run an effective meeting. And so we fumble and fail all the time. We try and figure out Roger's rules of order. And in the middle of a meeting, we'll stop the meeting and say, what are we supposed to do here? Do I need a secondary or not? Because we're practicing. We've had conflicts at Toastmasters. And so it's an opportunity for me outside of the work environment to practice conflict resolution skills. I've stepped into leadership roles, and so I've had the ability to learn how to motivate and inspire people by practicing it in a less strict setting than a work setting. And it's a space where everybody is more sharing, willing, and enabling us to grow and develop. I also joined a choir, small, teeny, tiny, little church choir. I'm not a singer, But again, I wanted to grow some skills around public speaking. Part of those skills is being able to breathe better and project better and all of that kind of stuff. What better place than in a choir? But I had to be really courageous to show up at choir practice because honestly, I cannot sing. I am not good at singing. But I had to develop. Remember, we talked in the last episode as well about a growth mindset. I can learn. I can figure this out. I don't have to know it right off the bat. I can fail, I can fumble, I can ask questions, and I can get up and do it again and again and again. Maybe you want to join the local theater group or improv group. Great place to build your competence and confidence by stepping out with courage first. So I've got some homework for you. I want you to start thinking about what areas of work you need more courage in and how you're going to start to develop more courage. And of course, I have a guide sheet to go with this. So if you head on over to kathyarcher.com slash guides, scroll all the way down, you'll find number one. That's your courage plan. I'll also put the link in the notes. But make sure you start to look at where do I need more leadership courage? What place am I lacking that courage in? And what do I need to do to develop that leadership courage? Where do I need to step out before I feel confident, before I feel ready? And that leap of faith to say, I'll figure it out along the way. Because here's the thing, you need to increase your competence. That's what we talked about in episode seven. And then you need to feel courageous to practice it, learn it, try it, step out. And that's when next week we'll talk about confidence. That's when you start to increase your confidence as a leader. But again, it's a process. It's a journey. You have to have that growth mindset. You have to be willing to learn and to fail and to fumble and to get up and try again and ask questions and ask for help and take training and read a book and head on over to YouTube and watch a video. You've got to be willing to learn and grow. And part of that is having the courage to ask for help, to practice, to step outside your comfort zone. Because when you do, You will get out of that place that we live far too much, that survival mode, and you'll move into thriving in both your leadership and your life. Go make the rest of your day awesome, my dear. If you found today's episode helpful, then you are going to love the training library. Many women leaders in nonprofits wish that they had a coach or a mentor to help them, but they don't believe that they or their organization can afford it. Oh, but you can. 
Inside of the Training Library membership site, you will not only get access to affordable and easily accessible ongoing personal and professional development training, you will also have access to a leadership coach at your fingertips. That way, when you hit those inevitable challenges that leadership will bring your way, you'll have both the resources and the support to navigate your way through them with confidence, composure, and while keeping your integrity intact. To find out more, head to kathyarcher.com slash library. If you are enjoying the show, I'd love it if you could leave me a comment or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Go make the rest of your day awesome.